This is Jason Kristoff coming for podcast two. And we're going to talk about social distancing. It's March, I believe it's March 21st, 2020. And we're in, still inside the COVID lockdown in Cornwall, Ontario, and throughout uh, you know, most of Canada, where you're not even really allowed to go anywhere but uh, the gas station and the grocery stores. And if you're well aware, like I am, of what this agenda really entails, you see, you you watch closely for the mind control in the media. So you, you already know that everything in the media is there to guide this the uh, frightened public in one direction or another to herd the people in one direction or another. And if you want to know if the direction is changing or that there's something coming down the pipe that's premeditated for the people to accept, all you have to do is watch the mainstream media. And what you're noticing, what I'm noticing right now, is the drive on the social distancing. And it might seem inconsequential to the average person and they believe everything is going to go back to normal but you can see this social distancing thing ramping up and because the forces behind this are historically eugenic negative eugenics eugenics is the study of your genes and the upregulating of what they say is the gene pool by only allowing the good people to breed and you know this eugenics idea was implemented by sir francis galton in the uk and what you're going to notice is that if you do the research regarding the forces and the people behind this they're mostly going to be originating over the past say thousand years out of the united kingdom and there's a there's a real big reason for that. And the United Kingdom has a very evil energy. It is when you get there because of the lack of sun and the lack of nutrition, what happens is kind of a rotting of the soul, a rotting of the spirit. And this is why the United Kingdom, Britain, uh, Great Britain, very, very small continent, very small country that basically sailed the world and killing and plundering all over the world because we're not really dealing with what we think we're dealing here with. We're dealing with the uh, the way the human body is designed. It can become rotten. The soul can become absent. The spirit can become festering. And this happens when you're away from the sun. You'll notice all, you'll, what you'll notice is very all violent heavily violent invading tribes are, are places that miss the sun or are absent of the sun at uh, one time of the year or another. You rarely have warring tribes in the sun belt. Yeah, they would war locally, but they're not going to dream of weapons and <laughs> dream of sailing across the world to kill people. That's only done by this sort of human that lacks sunlight so that might be a little bit of a shock to you but when you lack sunlight and you lack nutrition you become very dark and that's just the way the human design the body is designed 
So again, you can trace a lot of this stuff back to to the people in the UK of, of UK origin who, who have spread across the world known as the Commonwealth. I think there's 59 Commonwealth countries, and that's why they always have ministers uh, in their political structure, because minister is just a religious title. It's more of a religion of death, mayhem, and chaos. And that religion, they've spread all over the world. And, and what you're seeing today uh, through the COVID-19 is part and parcel of the religious ceremonies of scaring the public, keeping them under control, punishing tyrannical rule. And of course, if you go against them, you know, there's there's lots of great punishments and social shaming that that reserve for anybody who doesn't want to be part of the religion. Government is their religion. And a lot of people who work for government don't know that they're actually employed inside the religion uh, by fear-based tactics alone. But we're not going to review that sort of fear-based reaction to tyranny I reviewed in podcast number one. So we look today about the social distancing. It's it's upregulating. They're ramping up the use of this word. So where are they going with this? Well, in airplanes, you can't social distance. So they're setting you up for the vaccine agenda regarding the social distancing on the plane because there is no social distance permitted. So they have a couple of choices. You can either have very expensive uh, airline fees when there's only five people on the plane to maintain the social distance, or you can hornswoggle the public into believing that the vaccines will make them safe from viruses that have never really made them sick unless they're really unhealthy. That's just something else we could talk about. But we're going to get everybody corralled into believing the social distance is something that's going to be the primary drive. And then if you want to do the air travel, what you're going to see is you'll have to have some sort of paperwork or they're, they're talking about some sort of sort of like a tattoo that gets scanned in the booth and of course that's why they got you used to getting scanned for the past 15 years since 9-11 so that the, the scanning technology is already there and you know you've been you've been getting corralled into this direction for quite a long time so we can see people uh, the travel regulations going to be lifted and everybody's going to be happy and and then they're going to say well you can't you know, maintain a safe distance on the plane. So the only way to save you, you know, this fake save, fake health agenda where, you know, we're going to make you safe by injecting documented poisons into your blood, which has never been proven to make you immune. And um, yeah, because we're, we, you know, we care so much about you. We shut the economy down. We, we open the liquor stores. We all the chocolate bars, chips, and pop are for sale. It's because we care so deeply about you. And, and the extension of this caring is that we've developed these vaccines, which have documented neurotoxins in them. When I say documented, they're listed as ingredients. So uh, it's not a conspiracy if it's written down by the people who make the vaccines. If it's right in front of you, you can't say it's a conspiracy. <clears throat> and this leads me to my next um, suggestion is... Yeah, the people who know what's going on aren't going to be traveling. And that will be no problem for the people organizing this because there will be enough meat to feed this ancient death cult wolf that will be hunting 
the uninformed. And just like in 1979, when they rolled out the swine flu vaccine, and it killed and crippled so many people, they had to back it out. This will have the same effect. But this is how this sort of wolf feeds, feeds on the ignorant, and it doesn't feed forever. It comes out above ground, and then everybody starts catching on. So as for the people who know what's going on, just hang on tight. Let the sheep get on the planes. Let them load up with their vaccines. And when they stop, start dropping dead and getting more sick. And even though the media at that time will be advertising the increased sickness and deaths as being from a virus still hang on that'll drive more uninformed people into the wolf den they will be sacrificed and then the cycle will be complete so if you know what's going on just stay away from the planes when they do this and then the other social uh distancing aspect that's sort of concerning is that because these forces behind this are very interested in depopulation you can see them saying that there's no sexual contact between men and women because it breaks the social distancing regulations and this is their depopulation agenda disguised as health care i mean basically health and safety is how this group this ancient death cult group wraps all their agendas in because nothing programs and uh, gets the reactive part of the brain called the limbic system nothing gets that on more than fear so all you have to do is tell people they're going to die or get sick because they don't do x y and z and when they do x y and z it makes them more sick which it just helps them circle the drain a little bit more to get the death cult sacrifice cycle going so you can see these people they're also <clears throat> very anti-life in 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 our ancient past our ancient relatives would said the devil would talk about the devil or evil and if you notice devil is lived spelled backwards and evil is uh, live spelled backwards and these were like little tips of the hat our ancient ancestors were trying to give us to literally say if there's anything that confines or kills life prematurely um, that's evil and if there's something encroaching on your life that's evil and today people have really forgot about that that you know when the government gives you alcohol and cigarettes and, and pop and chips and chocolate bars have smoking areas at the hospital and inject you with needles full of documented poison that's supposed to qualify as evil because it, it reduces your life and, it, and and the devil is anything that really goes hard at anything that's alive so these these groups out of the out of the uk very very interested in the depopulation and you can see them taking this social distancing down the road saying no one can have sex and of course the average person will laugh and say well we're going to have sex anyway yeah you will then they know that like don't think they don't know every step and everything that you're going to respond to. They're already well aware you're going to have sex. But when you get pregnant, then they know for sure you broke the rules. And then the shaming comes out that you're breaking the rules. And then, you know, bingo, bango, bongo, they have their depopulation agenda in play because, you know, you're going to wear the mark of David if you're pregnant. So the, the, the birth rate goes down, and that's when they say no one can have sex 
and then I'll have fines and jail time for people that break the rules. So if you're pregnant, you'll have to, who knows? I mean, the way this death cult works, the more death they can fold into it, the better it is for them. So you can smell abortion in that one, and you can also smell the fact that the, the birth rate goes down naturally, and then you can also smell the fact that they're going to have, like they think, I think it was in Brave New World, they had like the Ministry of Reproduction, and it was some sort of factory out in the, out in the, in the country where they either cloned humans or they just had you know just sort of determined who was going to live and who was going to die and we see a lot of that priming too where this is supposed to make sense to people because they saw it in a hollywood movie so the hollywood uh, movies are heavily involved in this in what's called psychological priming where people see something like these dystopian futures and they think yeah yeah that kind of makes sense i, I kind of saw that in a couple movies and don't forget the last two years out of hollywood was nothing but viral contagion movies which help people buy into this idea that viruses make people sick and you know they don't <laughs> and that's what's so scary about living out one lie because when you live out one lie you got to start collecting all these other lies to prop it up. Viruses have been shown to be cleaning molecules in the body that clean out toxins. And so when you look at someone who's sick and they're toxic, you're going to find the viruses, but they're not there to hurt you. They're, they're, they're basically there to help you. And you can, yeah, you can take pictures of viruses with electron microscopes and they will always be around sick people, in sick people, but they're produced by the person themselves and the viruses are there to clean out the toxins. So this is the problem, folks. When you when you have one lie get the spotlight, all these other lies pop up to fortify it. And um, like I said, viruses are like fire trucks. Yeah, you can find fire trucks at the hundred percent of fires. Every time there's a fire, you can find yourself a fire truck. And um, um, but the fires didn't start. Uh, the fire trucks didn't start the fires. The fires started, and then the fire trucks were there to help them. So if you mark the helper things, the helper molecules, the helper fire trucks, if you mark the natural process of nature as the enemy to say, okay, you're a little toxic, we're going to clean you out with these things called viruses, you mark the helper molecules as the enemy, then it's like putting out a fire with gasoline. Now you got a big problem because you're marking nature's natural processes that keep you alive is something you need to fight and this is something that this again this ancient death cult is very very famous for is a full inversion this is what they like is the full inversion they turn everything on its head um, they turn black to white left to right up to down and the, you know poison is food uh, food is poison and uh, this, this group, this ancient group, really knows how to roll in this direction and get everybody on board. Uh, in Canada right now, uh, the Ontario provincial government had issued a warning that individuals can face up to a $1,000 fine. And, and businesses, $500,000 for not social distancing. Oh, to keep you safe. So again, crash the economy to keep you safe. Um, make you miserable to keep you safe. They, they, can, they can shut down 
the economy for the whole country and cause massive unemployment and potential riots and increased disease to make you safe uh, because they care so much about your health, but they could never take away the cigarettes, folks. Of course not. They could never take away the alcohol. They could never ban the junk food because, you know what, that uh, that would be crazy, right? Because they care so much about your health, but they'll, they'll shut down the entire economy, make you bankrupt, and... This is just the beginning. You have to understand how this this group works. This is just the beginning. And, and if anybody thinks that the force is ruling over you, care about your health why they, while they simultaneously poison you back into the Stone Age by poisoning your water, poisoning your food, poisoning your air, and poisoning your medicine, if you think that that force is doing this because it cares and loves you, it actually means you're under PTSD mind control, and that's just the simple truth of it. Um, so in Trudeau, you see Trudeau lately, a couple quotes from that actor, and he has been saying, you know, the social distancing might carry on for months. And, and you can just smell something very, very sinister about the social distancing where it's going to be the catchphrase to make sure people don't even bond. They don't talk and they don't want like if you're on a subway and you have to keep a meter from someone well, then you don't get to talk to them. You feel even more alone. The depression skyrockets. You get more addictions. All addictions are tied to disconnection. It's not someone not feeling connected. So we're in a full psychological attack based on something called Agenda 21. So I'm just going to sort of leave it here for today. Uh, you might want to look up Agenda 21. It was a United Nations, which is a private company, by the way, has, like they say, it's as federal as Federal Express. Federal Express is a private company. The United Nations is a private company. And the Agenda 21 was this agenda we're looking at right now, saying we're going to take full control of the population. We're going to make them, we're going to create only two classes of society. We're going to, you know, move whole whole populations out of Florida. We're going to move whole populations out of California. And when this came out, people would look at it and say, wow, you know, you guys are really crazy. The government's lost its mind. And, and no one took it seriously based on the fact where a logical person would say, well, how would they ever move like half the population out of Florida? Y you would think logically, oh, the people would never stand for that. How would they move half the population out of California or Florida? No one, no one would go along with that. So you just kept reading, right, and reading, thinking it could never happen. Well, how about right now? How about right now where you have most people under PTSD mind control that would willingly volunteer to move somewhere else to comply with social distancing? So if you had an apartment building... Um, you know, that house 40 people, and you said through social distancing, only 20 could live there, and the other 20 has to go um, somewhere else to live to a camp. Well, you can see how most of the people under the mind control, the fear-based mind control, might volunteer and say, that's great. So if you don't know how this group or family works, or these this ancient group, 
They work by making you beg for your worst life using fear. And they're, 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 on, they're on the top of their game with this one, where people are begging to be enslaved. There's people in my town begging the government to shut them down and bankrupt the entire economy, begging them for a virus that has not increased the death rate in Canada, has not even increased the death rate in any country, not even in Italy. Like I've said in the previous podcast, 1,800 people die in Italy every day. Uh, Are there 2,100 deaths now per day? Are there 2,500 deaths? Of course not. It's the same death rate. It's the same people dying of the same exact things. When humans die, folks, they just die. And it's not pretty. It's ugly. And their body shut down. And they're full of viruses because, again, the viruses are trying to clean them, to keep them alive. That's what the human body is. It's a survival-based entity. And the viruses are there to, to keep you alive. They're not there to kill you. Humans are not immortal. They do die. And the more unhealthy you are, the quicker you die and the uglier it can get. And our governments have been poisoning our food, air, water, and medicine for centuries. And, and we're living in a complete inversion where we're counting on the people lying to us to lead us to the promised land. This is potentially has the, um, the dynamite to get really ugly unless the people wake up and understand that they're being controlled by fear. And the only reason they're believing anything out of the TV is that, or out of a politician's mouth, is that they've been taught that over 18 years in a government school, that the government is altruistic, even though there's absolutely no on-the-street evidence of that whatsoever. If you go from a government school where they tell you that the government is your buddy, and then you go onto the street, and there's no evidence in real time that that claim is is even 1% correct. If someone even has one living brain cell left on duty and they have the courage to admit it, they will understand clearly that the government is not out for the betterment of the people. And everybody does have a living brain cell left on duty. Let's face it, everybody is just as intelligent as the next person. What we're missing is the courage. So let's try and get our courage together to understand this could be the biggest hornswoggle um, in the last 500 years. And it's time to stop begging the people lying to us to destroy our lives. This is Jason Christoph signing off, podcast number two.